It's good to be back on Search the Scriptures today. We're thankful that you have tuned in to study God's Word with us once again. We appreciate all of our listeners. We're thankful that we have the opportunity on a daily basis to open up God's Word and study from it and teach those rich truths, those doctrines, those promises, those encouragements, and yes, at the same time, those corrections and even chastisements and rebukes, because they're all there for our good, to guide us into the best life that a man or a woman or a boy or a girl can live in this world with the greatest direction and ultimately the greatest hope, and that is of eternal life in heaven with God in Christ. We hope that as you study with us each day, that you're coming closer and closer to God because your knowledge of his word is growing. And as that grows, then your faith grows along with it. Romans 10 and verse 17. And as your faith grows, we pray that you're coming closer and closer to the point where you're going to make the decision to come to God and follow him his way. That is our prayer. It's always a blessing for me to be able to study with you on this program, along with my brother in Christ, Dennis Stackhouse. Thank you, Gary. It's certainly a great pleasure for me to be with you today, as always, here on Search the Scriptures. And I'd like to add my word of welcome to those who are listening today. We're certainly pleased you've tuned into the program, and we do pray that this will be a time that blesses your life. It is important that we do God's things the way that God has prescribed that we do them. And I fear so many times, Gary, that people fail to realize that. They think, well, you know, I've done good things in my life. You know, I've helped people who've been down and out or poor, without work or hungry, whatever it might be. I've done these good things over here. I'm a member of this organization that does charitable deeds on a regular basis, and that's good. You know, that's fine. It's wonderful that we can be involved in those types of activities and those works. But the bottom line question is, have we obeyed the gospel of God? That's where we really need to focus and concentrate our efforts. If we have not been obedient to God's word as it's recorded for us in the Bible, then we're going to miss out on heaven and what a horrible thing that would be. Uh, the alternative is really too horrible to speak about. Eternal condemnation, punishment, a place of outer darkness where there's gnashing of teeth, and maybe worst of all, a place where we'll be separated from God throughout all eternity. Yes. His presence will not be there. And you know, that really introduces well our study and we're going to close this study in today's program and that is about freedom yes now while we as a people in this country cherish absolutely cherish our freedom mm -hmm. that's really not the kind of freedom we're talking about no it isn't we're talking about freedom from the guilt of sin exactly you know dennis if there, there are a lot of people, probably, if somebody walked up to them and, and said, you're a slave, mm -hmm. they might become fighting mad. <laughs> That's true. Now, we cherish freedom that much. Exactly. And there's no way that we want to be considered by anyone 
as a slave. Mm -hmm. The days when we abided slavery in this country are long since gone. Mm -hmm. and, and we fought wars not only to ensure freedom for our people here, but even people in other nations. Yes, we have. And so if somebody started calling somebody a slave in this country, some people would, would probably be fighting man. Well, they would. And, uh, you know, I think even for us living today, Gary, even though we've probably not experienced slavery on a personal level, just hearing about what it was like in our past or in other countries, it conjures up horrific pictures in our minds. Yes, yes. Now, if we can relate to that on a physical level, mm -hmm. then somehow we ought to be able to grasp the concept of slavery to sin mm -hmm. and the guilt that goes therewith. Yes. And as bad, as horrible, as we consider physical slavery, mm -hmm. spiritual slavery is worse. It really is. Slavery to sin is far worse. And that's the case because it carries eternal consequences with it. It really does. So when we're talking about freedom in this study, and as the New Testament really talks about freedom most of the time, it's not freedom from some despotic, tyrannical ruler or government. It is freedom from sin. Yes, it is. That's far more important mm -hmm. and far more consequential than freedom on a physical or political level. That's right. We've studied about how the fact that Christ set us free from sin, or at least paid the price mm -hmm. to set us free. Yes. When we read some of the statements in the New Testament, Paul's writing to Christians, to congregations of individuals who have come to Christ as their Savior mm -hmm. and were baptized into him for the remission of their sins mm -hmm. and thereby have been set free from sin. Right. We read that a good number of verses from Romans chapter 6 that mm -hmm. talk about that so graphically. Yes. Use the terms slaves and slavery mm -hmm. in relation to sin yes. and how Christ set us free. Mm -hmm. Now, as you pointed out so well in one of those programs, he's talking there to people who literally have been set free from the guilt and slavery of sin, people mm -hmm. who have been Christians who mm -hmm. have obeyed Christ, who have been baptized into him for the remission of their sins. Mm -hmm. He tells them, this is what happened to you. That's right. When you became a Christian. Mm -hmm. And now, as Paul says in, in uh, 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17, you're a new person. You're a mm -hmm. new creation. Yes. And he also says that in, in Romans chapter 6 and uh, verse 7, I believe it, it is as well, that you're a new person, you're a new man, a man being used generically there. Mm -hmm. You're no longer who you used to be. Yes, that's correct. Spiritually, you have been reborn. Yes, that old man was crucified. Yes. Now, we closed our program last time looking at Galatians chapter 5 and verse 1. How mm -hmm. about reading that again for us? 
Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. The word liberty means what? Freedom. Freedom. Yes. We understand that. Sure. Especially in our land. Mm -hmm. We cherish our liberty, our freedom. Yes. And when somebody starts to, to somehow infringe upon that, mm -hmm. oh, we're quick to stand up and defend our liberty, our freedom, and to put that other person in their place and tell them they have no right to infringe upon our freedom. That's right. Well, Paul is saying there, you've been set free. Mm -hmm. Now, I know he's talking specifically there about you've been set free from the bondage of the law of Moses. Mm -hmm. But that goes along with you've become Christians. Certainly. And certainly we can, we can understand that language to apply equally to you've been set free from sin. That's right. And he says, don't be entangled again with a yoke of bondage, mm -hmm. either to that Old Testament law of Moses that has been brought to a close, mm -hmm. or, and again, here's where we can make application with the same language, or to the bondage of sin. Right. We need to not let ourselves slip back into the bondage of sin. It, it's rather amazing when you read the account of, the, of the, the, the nation of Israel when God delivered them from Egyptian bondage. Uh -huh. Slavery. Yes. Sent Moses, and Moses led them out of Egypt through the Red Sea. We, we know how the, God parted the waters. And then they get on the other side. They've been there a while. And... Uh, they gripe and they moan and they complain <laughs> about their physical state of being. Yes, they are actually longing to go back to Egypt, if we can believe that. Yes. Oh, and, and the language is even along the line that we had it so good back there. Right. We had vegetables to eat, you mm -hmm, know. Mm -hmm. And what are we here? We've only got this manna. Yep. Where are we going to get water? Where are we going to get meat? Mm -hmm. now, can you imagine that? Oh, that's hard to imagine. Really is. They were under bondage. They were under slavery mm -hmm. to Pharaoh. Yes. He made them make bricks. Made them make bricks. Subjected to hard labor. Can you imagine that, though? Yeah. Here they're facing. Now God's delivered them from the mightiest army on earth, perhaps at that time, mm -hmm. and destroyed them to a great extent in the Red Sea, mm -hmm. and so he's done all of that. That's not to mention the havoc he wreaked upon Egypt through the plagues. <laughs> That's right. And now they are out, they're out there, and they're longing to go back to Egypt. Yes. Boy, we sure would like to go back there and make bricks again. Uh. Now, they don't say those words, but that's, that's the reality that they were saying they were ready to go back into. That's right. Back into slavery or yes. bondage. Mm -hmm. How foolish. Oh, I'd say. How short-sighted. Mm -hmm. Well, what about a person who has been delivered from the bondage, the slavery of sin, and then through short-sightedness, carelessness, foolishness, goes back into that bondage again? Yes. It should be 
unimaginable. It really should. <laughs> but it happens all the time. Yes, unfortunately it does. Now, how equally foolish, careless, and short-sighted it is for the individual who is in slavery to sin and then has the opportunity to be set free through Jesus Christ. And he'd already say, almost everybody would, oh, I believe in him. Mm -hmm. Well, so all he has to do is act upon that belief in obedience, mm -hmm. surrender his life to Christ as he confesses him before, before others mm -hmm. and be baptized for the remission of his sins. And he can be set free from that slavery of sin. Mm -hmm. And yet he won't do it. Yes. Again, virtually unthinkable. He likes sin. He likes to make bricks for old Pharaoh. Evidently. Because he doesn't want to be set free. Mm -hmm. He wants to keep living in sin. Wants to stay a slave. Well, what did Jesus say in John chapter 8 and verse 32? And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The truth shall make you free. Now, what is the truth that shall make you free? Well, Jesus went on to identify that in John chapter 17 and verse 17. On the night before his crucifixion, he was praying to God and said this, Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. So God's word is the truth that will set us free from the slavery of sin. That's how Jesus identified it, yes. Yes, yes. That seems pretty easy to understand. It really does. Makes a lot of sense, too. It certainly does. Wonder why more people don't avail themselves of the opportunity. You really do wonder about that. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? The opportunity to be set free from slavery, physical slavery. Somebody says, here, I've got the price for your redemption right here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy you out of slavery. I'm going to set you free. Could you imagine somebody saying, whoa, 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 let's talk about this. I don't know that I want to not be a slave. Yes. That's almost unthinkable. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And yet on a spiritual level, People all the time reject the opportunity to be set free from the guilt of their sin. They certainly do. They like it in sin. Now, let's, let's call it the way it is. They mm -hmm. like it in sin. Yes. A whole lot of people. Yes. And they don't see the big picture that ultimately leads to eternal condemnation. Mm -hmm. They just like as the Hebrews writer puts it, the fleeting pleasures of sin. What's mm -hmm. right before them, the moment of time. Mm -hmm. They like those momentary, temporary pleasures, and they fail to see down the road where that sin is ultimately taking them. Yes. And there's no pleasure there. None whatsoever. Eternal condemnation. Let's, let's turn to Romans chapter 8. And how about reading verses 1 and 2? There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. 
For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. If the only law that we live under, that we subject ourselves to in this world, is man's law, mm -hmm. or if it is any spiritual law that is not in harmony with God's teachings, then we're under a law of sin and death. Exactly. And there's no way for us to be set free while we remain under that law. That's right. Whether it's man's law or whether it's some counterfeit spiritual law. Mm -hmm. We cannot be set free from sin and death. No. Except as we come out from under that law. Mm -hmm. And we have the opportunity offered to us, and that is through Christ. Exactly. Through the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Yes. We can boil that down into a more succinct identity, can't we? The gospel. Yes, we need to obey the gospel. Obey the gospel of Christ. And how does Paul put it again? Romans 1 verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, Paul said, or the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Power of God. The to power. salvation. That's right. Power of God to salvation. And we're not talking about miracles here. We're talking about an intelligible, logical plan for our redemption and salvation. That's right. That is laid out for us in the gospel. Mm -hmm. Why would anybody turn away from that? It really is difficult to conceive or understand of that. It is. Look at how the gospel is described in James chapter 1 and verse 25. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. Boy, the perfect law of what? Liberty. Liberty. And again, another word for freedom. That's right. The very description there shouts out freedom. It's freedom does. from the guilt of sin. Oh, yes. Freedom from the slavery of sin. Mm -hmm. what is, how does it read in chapter 2 and verse 12? So speak and so do as those who will be judged by the law of liberty. The law of liberty. Boy, I like that description. Isn't that nice? It really is. Yes. It, it, it holds not just a definition, but it holds a promise. It does. And that promise, again, is freedom. Yes. And as we've looked at it in such depth and detail in this particular study over these several days, we're talking about freedom from slavery, spiritual slavery. Yes. Slavery to sin. Right. And God has paid the price. Christ has agreed to be the price. He went to the cross to pay that price. He did. He offers us our freedom. Yes. Now, you know, I suspect a lot of people, if they could just not have to do anything in response, they'd be glad to have that, free, that, that freedom given to them. Undoubtedly so. But God expects a response on our part. He does. And that is obedience. Absolutely. Christ has become the author of eternal salvation to all those who obey him. Hebrews 5 and verse 8, uh, verse right. 9. 
Yes. All those who obey him. So we have the opportunity to be set free from sin. Mm -hmm. And going back to that basic text that we looked at over the last couple of days in Romans chapter 6, verses 2 through, through 5, that happens as we are baptized into Christ. We are buried with him in baptism as he was buried in that tomb. We die to sin as he died physically on the cross. And as he physically came forth from that grave alive, we physically and spiritually come forth from that watery grave made alive spiritually. That's right. Just an amazing picture, uh, the, the similarity that Paul paints there between the death and the burial and the resurrection of Christ with the individual dying to sin and being buried in the waters of baptism, then rising to walk in newness of life for the individual who at that point becomes a Christian. And that's all right there in Scripture. We're yes. not manipulating anything. Oh, no, it's not right at all. there clearly in Scripture. It really is. Now, the per anybody can choose to come to Christ. Mm -hmm. We see the contrast in Romans 6 and verse 23, both sides of the ledger. Mm -hmm. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The choice is ours. It is. The ransom price has been paid. Mm -hmm. It's up to us to accept the gift, mm -hmm. but we've got to accept it on God's terms. And that includes our obedience, our obedience. My friend, are you ready to learn how to be obedient to God and thereby accept his gift of eternal salvation that he offers you? He's already sent Christ to pay the price for your release from slavery to sin. There's no other price that's going to be paid. It's been a one time for all time price it's been paid one time for all time. Why are you still living under the slavery of sin? Contact us today. Ask for that free Bible study and learn right from God's word how you can be set free from the guilt of sin. The study is free. Don't waste time. Contact us right now.